Hello again to our Dilbutants. Is that a good one for uh, our listeners? Dear, dear, oh, Dilbutants. Yeah, Dilbutants. I yeah, thought you were going to say like dear a... listeners or something, but nah. Dilbutants. Dilbutants. Yeah, I want to come up with a fun Dilbut-based name for the listeners. Dil dill holes and shakers. Oh, yeah, that's that's perfect. <laughs> dill holes. Okay, yeah. As I go in dill holes, dill weeds. Dill weeds, uh, that's another one. Yeah. You're listening to the dill cast, obviously, uh, the podcast that covers every single fucking Dilbert comic from number one to number seven million or whatever they're on now. Uh, one by one, one per episode. Um, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I am Stuart Jip. I'm Gabalatula. Yeah, baby, we're all, we're back. Um, I like to think that we've got a bit of a head of steam going now. Like, I feel like there's a momentum to this project now. One would like you to know? think. Yeah, because we came in, it's like the unstoppable ball of criticism and critique. Uh, like we are, I, I don't want to alarm you by the, with this, but I feel like we have merged in a way. A bit, and yeah. Kind of, it's sort of like, don't take this the wrong way, it's sort of like if we were sort of 69ing each other. Okay. Don't don't be weirded out by this, okay? It's just a metaphor. It's not actually happening. But we're in a sort of a wheel shape, so it's like a kind of 2D thing. Like, All right, we're... normally you'd be on the floor, but we're rolling. Basically, what I think we're doing is we're rolling down a hill, and the hill represents momentum, like critical, like, integrity. Yeah. But me and you are rolling down a hill, like, yeah, okay. getting faster and faster and building up more and more. Sort of potent critical uh, uh, power. This reminds us. This reminds me that I I forgot to sing our uh, second theme song. Oh shit! Yeah, I'd like to hear that. Rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep. That's it. It's Any reference limp. to Limp Bizkit? Limp Bizkit. Excellent musicians. This time I'm gonna let it all go now. This time I'm John Otto, take him to the Matthews Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I, le- I legit love Limp Bizkit, though. I'm not even, there's no irony in my love for Limp Bizkit. Okay. He's he's like a god to me. He's, not Fred Durst, he's the Shogun. I think that he has... I think if you hear Limp Bizkit and you think, this guy's totally serious, then I think you've made a fool of yourself. I would love to see them live. I bet they're really, really fun. I wonder. God. Yeah, I've often wondered. Mm. I uh, you think about it all the time. Wake up in the morning, open your eyes, and just immediately think. I bet Fred Durst is a great live performer. I bet he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Look, the thing about Fred Durst is, and you can't take this away from him. When I was a child, his song "My Generation" um, gave the following piece of advice, which is, "Hey kid, take my advice. You don't want to step into a big pile of shit." And the thing is, no matter what you say about him, that will always be right. Like I will, ne- I will never forget that I don't want to. He was. I, I heard that, and I was just like, "He's right." I really don't want to step into a big pile of shit. That would be awful. I would hate that. I would, it would make such a mess everywhere. All my clothes would be stinking of shit, Why and I'd have to stop and just scrub it. Up. Fade away. Talking about my generation. Yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah. song. Yeah. Hey kid, you don't want to step into a pig pile of shit. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, this isn't this isn't the Limp Biscuit podcast as much as I wish that it was. Mm-hmm. This is the Dil the Dilcast where we talk about Dilbert. Oh, 
Um, how, how are the cats doing, by the way? The cats are uh, annoying my wife. Excellent. Uh, they're climbing all over her while she's trying to work. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, they're, you know, smelly little turds running around farting and, and crapping. and Well, they're crapping where they should be crapping, so I'm grateful for well, that. That's just, yeah. Yeah. Indirectly into your cupped hands. And uh, we're looking into buying some, like, wall-mounted, like, little vertical space areas for them to climb up and shit. Oh, nice. So that'll be be fun for them to... Yeah, that that will be fun. And, if you know, if they're asleep, you can play on them, so... Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Which is the real reason, I know you, I can see right through this, the real reason you're buying it is for you to play with, I know that. What I really want is, I want a sandbox again, you know, how we used to play that in would sandboxes be uh, as kids, yeah. that's what I want, I want a human sized sandbox. In, in England we call them a sand pit, uh-huh. which is, you know, not as good as it. Well you guys got more it's pits it. than we do. Um, it's true, you know. But um, I instead of cemeteries, you, think... you have corpse pits, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And but you, but you call a ball pull a ball pit, right? Uh, ball pit. So it goes yeah. both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. This one. Yeah. I always wondered if you could combine a ball pit with a sandbox and create like just sandy balls. You know, sandy that, balls. I, I think that would... Like imagine you're in you're in a sandbox and you're like, okay, this is fun. Yeah, I do like this, but what would improve this? A, a shitload of plastic balls. I mean, come on, think about how good that would be. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd like, be good. You would, you, as a kid, I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, I would break. I would have like an aneurysm, just a pure excitement. Yeah, I would. Um, incredible. What I would wouldn't mind is um, climbing into a ball pit and then some kid just like dumping a bunch of sand. Oh man. That'd be great. Just like getting yeah. s- sand dumped on you while you're you're in a ball pit <laughs> at Chuck E. Cheese. You don't have Chuck yeah. E. Cheese. You have Charles Cheese, right? Yeah, that's right. We have Charles Cheese. Yeah. And instead of being a mouse, he's just this like kind of upper crust looking guy. Mm-hmm. Why, hello? Because he, yeah. you don't have pizza <laughs> he, he doesn't there. Say, he doesn't say, no, we don't have pizza. You, you have. Um, Come over uh, here. We'll serve you crumpets. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. Yeah, it's crumpets. Would you like some sand? <laughs> yes, very much, darling. I will give you as much sand as you'd like. It's your birthday, darling. It's your birthday. You may have as many... You know, how many grains of sand would you like? Uh, and, a thousand? And don't you know, since we do no, things just differently over here in England, would you like your birthday punishment? <laughs> since you don't have... <laughs> presence in England. You get a ruler out and get your bottom spanked. Man, this is giving me flashbacks to my childhood. Good. Yeah, every 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 day on my birthday I would jump up, I would you know, I couldn't sleep so I was that excited, I'd leap out. Good of morning, bed, Stuart, run, run, it's your birthday. Run down, no! I'd run downstairs. <laughs> I'd run downstairs, I'd light the fire, I'd hold the hot poker in the fire. And then I give it to my dad, and I pull my pants down and jump on his lap, and I be like, "Let's go, baby! <laughs> Birthday branding! I'm ready!" Uh, yeah, man, yeah. That's, that's dot, how dot, they dot tell com. how old you are. They they look at your ass. 
Exactly. Right? Yeah. However many like little marks are there. However like, that infected. Okay, five, like, ten, yeah. fifteen. Oh, you're forty-eight. <laughs> Happy birthday. Your ass is in appalling shape. Yeah. It's like barely functional anymore. God. One of these yeah, days we'll talk about Dilbert. But no, not today. That. Not this day. Today we're talking about burning people's asses. Yeah. Or, as you call them, asses. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Ass! Okay, uh, um... Arse. Yeah, arse, thank you. But no, speaking of arse, today's Dilbert is like it came out of one. It's a terrible comic. Um... It's really bad, and I think we should go. We should go through it because that's what we're here to do. Yeah, let's this fucking is, uh, get this over with. Anyway, yeah, four eighteen, four eighteen eighty nine, the third ever Dilbert strip. Uh, who's going to be Dogbert this time? I think you can be Dogbert. I'll this be time. Dogbert, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, okay. Panel one. Uh, do you, you want to do the description? Because I feel like I've talked a lot. Uh, yeah, I'll do the description. I'm uh, depriving people of the classic Gobbletula wackiness. Uh, I think that you know the the japes. Well. I got a flat tire yesterday, and that's oh. that's sort of been weighing down on me. So if I'm a, a little less funny As, today, I apologize. There's you, nothing funny too, about flat tires, and just do you too feel deflated? <laughs> I feel a little deflated, guys. <laughs> you know, would you say it was a? Oh, I was going to say vicious cycle, but I I I figure you might actually be talking about a car. So uh, yeah, wheel in the car stops turning. <laughs> Alright, so we see our heroes, Dogbert and Dilbert, sitting in some sort of space. In this space, <laughs> Dilbert is sitting in a an office chair, his tie uh erect once more. Uh he's sitting at his desk and he's looking at Dogbert. So they're both occupying the same space. Along with some sort of desk and a chair. Dogbert says, I've decided to dedicate my life to the less fortunate. I've got to immediately, immediately draw a comparison here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, this to me, this is the third comic we've covered. That is not a large number. Three is a small number. Okay. Now, the first comic that we covered, the Sunday, opens with I've decided we should operate along more classic lines. Scott Adams is already repeating material. Yeah, that's true. He's already repeating setups. Like, this is not good writing. This is very poor. And I'm very unhappy with Scott as a result. Um, I mean, there are other reasons to be unhappy with Scott, but... How did he get this I, I, job? I feel like going from I've decided to I've decided is just like, come on, man. That not That motivation is lame. Yeah. You know, it's not very good. I mean, granted, you're working with very little space, but all the same, you could do better, I think. Um, sorry, yes, anyway. Um, panel two, yes. Um, uh, this is a Dilbert one, so I'll do this one. It's not much to talk about anyway. It's just a close-up of Dilbert's head. And um, it looks exactly the same as in the first one. It's just a close-up um, of him sort of in the, in the same void-like space. Uh, his desk isn't visible, so it really is just his head and his, like, the, the ties, like the glands bit of the tie, is poking upwards. Yeah, the gl- like, the glands, the, the glands of the tie. Yeah. Um, and he says, "That's very noble of you, Dogbert. Will you be working with the homeless, or perhaps the hungry?" 
Dogbert continues while standing in an empty void. He says, I thought I'd start with people who didn't buy real estate in the 70s. Maybe work my way up to that other stuff. So, um... That's that's the punchline of this comic. That, that he did. He wrote that, and then he and Scott sat back and he folded his arms behind his head and he crossed his legs and he went, "Well, I don't that's have a to job do well done." Else. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. This is done. Like this is, this is a horrible comic. Yeah. Well, I, it's. I certainly don't like. It's certainly a little depressing. It's. It's not. It's just like. Yeah. It's just so lame. There's no punch to it. There's no spark. Like, there's no. It's not even really witty or anything. It's just kind of like the humor is derived from the fact that that's not you what you would typically think of when you, someone said they were dedicating their life to the less fortunate. Yeah, yeah. But but it's not very. I don't know. It just it just it just doesn't register at all. It's just it just kind of glides over you like. Well, I don't know. It makes me think of jelly. like how easy it must have been to get a, a house back then, and I'm like, yeah. oh wow, people must have had it made back then. That's cool. So, so is this an example of Scott Adams actually being progressive and identifying with the the youth? Could be by by saying, um, oh, it's a shame that you know things have turned out this way. I mean, things are now. This, I mean, you know, more than thirty years later, that things are just like, like easily ten times as bad now. So, yeah, that's that's kind of sort of the the feeling that I'm getting here is that he's like, I don't know, or maybe he's like he himself was trying to get like a new place or something. He's like, Oh yeah. He didn't yet have his, he didn't yet have those dill, dill billions, dillions of dollars. Or maybe he got a place in the seventies and he's like sitting there writing this comic, like "Ah, (laughs) suckers. Yeah. That's actually quite likely. That's quite likely. I don't know. It's more in character. uh, I think it's more in character for him to gloat like that. uh, Yeah. So I think that's what it, I think that's what he is. I I think that fucking chumps dill, I think Dilbert represents uh, Scott Adams' insecurities, and Dogbert represents his like ego. Mm. That's my theory. Although later in the comic, Dilbert's ego does become an actual character, like a little concept walking around, which D-go. I used to think was quite funny. Dilgo, Delgo, Dilgo. Yeah, you Del-go. ever see Delgo? What's Delho? Delgo. It's like some. What is it? Um. I don't know. I've never seen it either, but it was like some atrocious-looking uh, CG animation, CG animated movie. That, oh, is he like a dog? Uh, I don't remember if it was like a dog. It was some weird sort of creature, though. I'm looking this up. Delgo. No, no, no. D e l g o. Delgo. Oh yes, I'm looking at it right now. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's happened here? Oh no, this looks French. <laughs> I don't know if it's... Oh, God, one of them... There's, like, a sexy girl one. This is horrible. Yeah, it's... It's like, re, it's like Reboot or something. It's so bad. Well, I think that there's Not actually, that I'm saying reboot, reboot was bad. Reboot kicked ass. Yeah, I was gonna say. Reboot yeah. had some merit. This, I think, is just an atrocity, apparently. That's what I hear. No one knows for sure. I think a I lot of money was spent it. making this, and it made, like, nothing, apparently. Delgo, fuck yourself. <laughs> Delgo, fuck yourself. That's good. Freddie, I stole it from uh, Argo. Freddie Prince Jr. was in it. Oh. Um, 
God, that looks. He looks the like Prince of Freddy. You ever have when you were a kid? You ever have edutainment software like? Yes. Adi, Ad, Ad, Adi, he looks like Adibo or whatever his name was. Adi, I think this might be a Europe thing. Mm. No, Adibo. I, I, I get what you mean though. Though mm. I had Mario teach me typing. So that was cool. Oh my god. Me- remember, did you have Mario <laughs> teachers like? typing? No, I had Timon and Pumba teachers typing. All I remember is um, that he would make an angry face if I typed shitty. <laughs> oh. and, I d- and Mario being angry get, get at me your was shit just... Toge- get your shit together! Hey, kid. Why do you suck so bad at typing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a kid. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm a plumber, and I am judging you. <sighs> Look at my brother Luigi. He's a shit hot at typing. It's yeah, a Mario, I am 90 words a minute. Whoa, here we go. <laughs> like clacking sounds in the background. I am proud of you, Luigi. Not this kid. This kid is suck. <laughs> I'm a going to punch this kid. <laughs> Somebody invent a modem so I can travel through internet and punch this child. Oh, it looks like your pasta, your prime. Woohoo! Because I like pasta because I am Italian. I, uh, I, that's, I, that's the humor. The humor arises from my comical love of food. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm Wario. No, never mind. I gotta go. No, nothing. Not nothing. Uh, I I gotta go. I'm not Wario. Bye. I lost you for quite a lot of that. Oh, really? Like, literally, yeah. I cut out? Yeah, but I'll edit around it. Don't worry about it. Oh, I was doing a... Uh, you, you'll, you, don't worry. You'll you'll hear it perfectly. Uh, I was okay, doing... Oh, yeah, the, because your, your copy will be on your end. Yeah. I was doing the perfect Wario impersonation. Okay, I'll, in that case, I'll cut this bit out. <laughs> nah, keep it. You keep that shit. I want everybody to know there was audio issues on <laughs> on uh, Discord. Yeah. Wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Well, the, um, so, okay, so I think we can all agree that this comic is shit. Like, it's the worst one so far. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, it's the worst. It's uh, out it, of it's the like three. It's like he didn't. I don't. I just think he didn't have an idea. It's just he just didn't have a punchline. That is not a very good punchline. I think he had an idea, but didn't know how to translate it to a, a funny comic, because sometimes. Do you, can, sorry, go on. I was gonna say sometimes you have an idea, and in your head it sounds fantastic, but when you go and you put it on paper, it's just like, all right, maybe maybe I fucked up here. And I think he he fucked up, but he probably didn't know he fucked up, and he's just like, okay, I've got this comic job, whatever, boom, done. Was he getting paid for this at the time? <laughs> yeah, because there was a sen- there's a syndication package, which is what he sent out as his kind of, like, uh, what's the word, like his audition, so to speak. It's like 60 strips that he did that a lot of the... Um, Earlier Dilberts are replications from that package, redraws from that package. So, at the time, so, he wasn't even fucking doing any... Was he just... Well, he was. was he, he, he was... was he, this was what he'd been picked time? up. Was Scott Adams just be. sitting around in his room for 60 days, jacking off? While well, they were publishing his... Yeah. 
Uh, my theory is that he the only reason he created Dilbert was so that Dilbert would one day become famous enough to have a little figurine of Dilbert made, which he could then start up his asshole oh. uh, and vigorously stroke his prostate using the texture on Dilbert's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I Allie, mean, it's Allie, just speculation. Stop, stop, stop. My cat is drinking chocolate oat milk from a, a bowl. It's just speculation, but I, I do believe that Skyrim's motivation for Dilbert was sexually motivated. I, I think he just I wanted that Dilbert idea. figure. I, I need to invent this profanely shaped man who I will yeah. one day insert into myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what... Uh, he's like, man, I mean, he's like, okay, okay it's joking off his fun, but what would be really fun is if I had something of a very specific mold yeah. that I could shove up and vigorously smash against my prostate. It has to be the specific shape. Now, now I, the only way I can the only way I can think of to realize this is to create a syndicated comic strip. I don't want to. That gets picked up by United say, Features Syndicate. I don't want to say for certain that Scott Adams uh, sticks a little Dilbert figure up his little butt booty hole every day for right, for, right. for his own pleasure. <laughs> but I guarantee you. That Scott Adams sticks a little Dilbert figure up his booty hole on the regular. <laughs> that is a guarantee. There is no. I'm not alleging this. <laughs> Hands in the air, like full disclosure. No, absolutely. Uh, this, this is that. There is no way. There is no version of existence in which this does not happen. If there is indeed a multiverse, no matter what happens oh, Scott Adams and, always and, does this and for the record everything you know we can't get sued because everything that we say within this podcast is uh, a lie we're, we're this is yeah, this is it's it's all a lie if you look very carefully in our logo there is it says we are liars I, <laughs> I I hit it somewhere in that fucked up looking dog bird drawing yeah it's there somewhere keep looking we are liars so yeah. we are legally exempt from... We're completely free from the wrath of Scott Adams' lawyer. Uh, no. And even, you know, even if he were to stick Dilbert up his butt, that is not something I would judge a man for, for doing. I'm not, I don't his, judge him for doing that's it. That's his like, business. I mean, I was... I don't, ju- I don't I judge mean, him. I was judging him a little bit, just because... Right. You know, there's some sort of... It's like imagine, if you will. Uh, it's like you, you create something and you're like, "Damn, this thing is so good! I am so great!" You gotta be like really full of yourself to like stick your own creation up your. You know what? Why are we talking about this? You're 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 perverse. You know that, Stuart. I'm not perverse. I'm not perverse. I'm not the one who who did this. That this is all on um, Scott. I've just yeah. re- I've just remember I've just remembered something. I used to have a Dilbert T-shirt. Oh, what was it? What was on it? It was a white T-shirt, and it had like a Dilbert logo and Dilbert and Dogbert flying through like a kind of a spiral, like they were being hypnotized, kind of thing. That's kind of neat. And I I took it with me to like a camp that I went to, and I left it at camp, and I was really sad that I'd lost my Dilbert shirt. And oh. now I don't give a shit. How no, old, I don't care. How old were you? Twenty-eight. I must have. I was probably waiting. Yeah, twenty-eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was twenty-eight years old. I was. Yeah, 
I was really sad because I was like, now all I've got to wear is my Mother Goose and Grimm shirt. Ooh. All my clothing is based on uh, syndicated comic strips, you know. I've got a pair of Heathcliff socks. I've got Pearls Before Swine uh, shades. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one could terrorize a neighborhood. You remember the Heathcliff cartoon? Yeah, I remember it because it was paired with Cadillac cats. Yeah. Cats yeah, and, and company, you know, bye I had a crush on that one girl cat. I know who you're talking about. And yeah, I am, everyone knows. Yeah, everybody knows. I also remember Heathcliff and Marmaduke. Remember that? I don't remember that one. No, was there... it was like a it was like a triple like a, a I was going to say triple threat, but there were only two of them. Um, it was Heathcliff and Marmaduke paired together in a comedy hour sort of thing. And now, from what I can now, we didn't actually have the comic strip Marmaduke over here in the UK that I saw. But from what I can gather, the joke with Marmaduke is that Marmaduke is big and takes up space. Marmaduke is, that is fair? a big ass dog. That's all yeah, I like, know about. What why is it with America and dogs that are big? You've got Clifford the big red dog, you've got Marmaduke, and I can't think of any others, so this immediately is falling apart. Well it's kinda like um It's kinda like uh America's got this inherent fear of anything that's a big red dog. So oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it comes um so, so they were like, how can we how can we on. tap into L- this? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to it? tie this back from to the Revolutionary War. So taxation okay. oh, without go. representation was like a big red dog that we were like a, met- a metaphorical big red dog? Yeah. Or? Oh I see. And then okay. we're like, fuck, 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 what do we do? I don't know. Uh here's this boat. We gotta fuck t- these fucking British motherfuckers, we gotta fuck their tea up. So we got on that boat yeah. and we tossed out their tea, and then, um, I don't know, I don't yeah. remember, I don't know anything. So, you think, like later you in... think I go to school? <laughs> well, not, not anymore, surely. I don't... Are we supposed to be, have I been supposed to be going to school for the last, like, Well, Americans, we, we go to school until we're 48. Oh, man. Yeah. Damn, sweet deal. Because we learn so... something, and then the next day we forget it. So it takes so a when, while. when... when... When when you talk about the Red Menace, that's just a big red dog, is it? Yeah. Oh. That's a big that red dog. Lot, is, I, I could have just said communism. Why did I have to go all the way back to fucking... Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to... Because that was the first thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. It was McCarthyism. You know, I'm, not, I'm, no his, I'm no history major. I don't know anything about history. What, what, you know, you what, clearly what recall more about my own country's history than I can recall yeah. Well, I recently hike. watched America the Motion Picture, so I learned all of it from that. Oh yeah, uh, how was that? I really enjoyed it. Um, it's extremely dumb, but it's extremely dumb in the way that something like Clone High is extremely dumb, or like the Lego Movie was extremely dumb in in that it's actually also very funny. All right. Uh, I would I would genuinely recommend it. I thought it was very enjoyable. I like the Lego Movie. Uh, that was pretty good. The, the trailers for it are terrible, but then again, all trailers are pretty much terrible, so yeah. But no, America the Motion Picture is a good laugh. It's a good laugh. I recommend it. Cool. It's got AT-ATs that are made out of um, British double-decker buses, and that made me really happy. That's that's That sounds pretty awesome. Well, that's because, you know, what are the two best things in the world? British double-decker buses and fucking Star Wars, obviously. I mean, what could be better than Star Wars? I love it. Fucking nine films, and they're all fucking amazing. All Every single of one them. of them. Top to bottom, ten out of ten, all of them. 
episode one, ten. Episode two, ten. Mm-hmm. Episode so swallow pine and spit. Episode three, ten. Uh, what was the next? Episode four, ten. Episode five, ten. Episode six, ten. Episode seven, Force Awakens, ten. Episode eight, The Last Jedi, ten. Episode nine, ten. That's that's a clean slate of tens. That's nine tens right there. Like name another film series that has nine movies that are all ten out of tens. Um, except Nightmare, no, except Nightmare on Elm Street. That obviously Zato is Zato Ichi. <coughs> yeah, that that, that, that Zato Ichi. Yeah, that that's uh, a valid ten. Zato Ichi, the one armed swordsman, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then in the second one, he fights a guy with two arms. So that's much more dangerous. <laughs> is that is that how it goes? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like, well, I finally I finally <laughs> dealt with that one arm. I finally dealt with that one arm swordsman. That was, to be fair, it's that was like, not that difficult. Not that like, hard. Fuck. Then the two arm guy goes, now you face me, Zato. He's like, what oh, makes, fuck. What makes Zato Ichi the one armed swordsman so amazing <laughs> is he can take on like a whole shitload of other one armed swordsmen. Oh, Zatoichi! Zatoichi is the one-armed swordsman. Yes, okay. but he only fights. I thought other he just fights one-armed swordsman. Because <laughs> if he was two-armed swordsman and fought other no, one-armed swordsman, the, you'd think that's what the sequel. Come on, is. that's kind of bullshit. That's what. No, no, no. The first movie is he he fights a whole shitload of other one-armed swordsmen. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. In the sequel, they introduce the two-armed swordsman. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh shit! But he he, he makes it, and it's amazing. Oh, nice. It's about overcoming adversity. Yeah. And guess what the third movie is? Two one-armed swordsmen? There's the three-armed swordsmen. Oh, shit. I should have seen that coming. Who really is just like, um, I don't know, he's one guy hopping on one foot and holding a sword with two hands and one foot that's painted to look like a third arm. <laughs> and then they have a fake-looking stump. Coming yeah. out for, to make it look oh, like, like a he has a decoy arm. Yeah. So when Zotoichi wasted energy cutting off the decoy arm, he's like, "Aha, <laughs> aha, aha! You've fallen right into my trap there." See, what I was thinking is that the, the three-armed swordsman was just a normal two-armed swordsman, but he has like a vestigial, like a baby's arm on his chest. Oh, okay, yeah, that would have been. And it's, it's dead. It, it can't actually do anything with it. It's dead flesh. It's just disgusting. It's like a tumor. Hell yeah. But it's there, and whenever Zatuichi fights this guy, he takes his shot off, so he can't concentrate because he's just grossed up by the gross dead arm. What is wrong? So he's trying to fight with one arm, like like ah oh, ah oh, ah. Oh, that is ah oh, ah. Oh, no, to no. Fight the fight while while vomiting the whole time because <laughs> he's so yeah, grossed con- out. A constant stream of vomit. Yeah. I'll kill you. <laughs> That's so. That's so vivid and disgusting. Your vomit sound effect is disgusting. I don't Bob. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Gonna upset the listeners. Hey, listeners, you should turn <laughs> off the podcast if you don't want to hear me go. <laughs> it's just make. It's just me making like a. F- I'll teach you how to do it. You go. Oh, thanks, man. And then you go. It's easy. <laughs> okay, thanks. I'll bear that in mind for when this comes up again, inevitably. And if you really so, uh, want to make a good vomit noise, you got to have a burp ready. Okay. You can, you can you combine a say burp with just all vomit. that. You got yourself yeah. a real uh, treat for next time you go to a party. <laughs> just, you know, the party where you make everybody hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, oh God. Who invited Stu? He's just going to do that vomit book thing again. Oh, <laughs> hey, guys. Here he comes. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Guess what? Hey, guys. Guess what cool thing I'm going to do now? Yeah. P- please, no. <laughs> okay, out of ten, what would you give this Dilbert comic? Go. Um, I think this one I would give a three. That's generous, I think. I feel like it could be worse somehow. It could it could, it could be worse. It could be the one that we that, that was put out yesterday where the joke was just yeah, asking that's... someone's pronouns is the end of civilization. Oh yeah. Well, that's I guess you know you've been showing me a couple of recent uh Dilberts and yeah. it's a little uh surprising, I guess. I mean, I'm it's I was surprised at just how reactionary it had become. Yeah, yeah. That's, I knew that that's... Scott Adams. I knew Scott Adams had gone insane, but I didn't think it had actually infected his his comic. Right, because the the comic no, that you has. show sh- yeah, that you can't the the comic that you showed me yesterday. Uh, it was two aliens walking up to a lady, and I'm gonna I'm paraphrasing, but they were like, "We have yeah. come here to destroy your civilization." And she's like, okay, what are your preferred pronouns? And then the punchline is the aliens walk walk away, and they're like, oh, somebody else already destroyed it, or something like that. Fucking hell. And I don't think it, I mean, it doesn't make, I mean, you know, obviously, how do I put it? It doesn't make sense to it me. It sucks a fucking dick. And it it's a terrible sucks. comic. Yeah, Is it that sucks. Happening? But it, yeah. it, it extra sucks because... Um, Alright, well, let, let's let's assume... Well, it's like on top of, you know, asking somebody their preferred pronouns being kind of polite. Um, mm. These are aliens. And, yep. like, you know, you, you their features are discernible. Like... Yeah, you, you can't. Well, they're... they don't present as one way or the other. In term, they don't present as an as a kind of air quotes obvious. Yeah, identity. Like you, right. you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to determine that just by looking at them. Even using the societal norms that Scott Adams is so desperate to preserve. Right, right. Like even by his own stated like worldview, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so it's just a bad comic. Yeah, it sucks. It's fucking terrible, and it's embarrassing, and it just makes you feel like, what a sad, fragile old cunt. <laughs> like, honestly, it, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, it's like, I hate to say this, but there there have been uh, there have been comics I've seen where uh, people who have views that I don't agree with, like, have actually crafted a. Um, a comic that you can understand, and it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, okay, Jesus, this guy's it makes, very it wrong, makes sense, though. but it makes yeah, it makes sense. There like, is like there is there is the structure of a joke there. Yeah, but the one you showed like me, even, it's yeah. it's like it's like no, come on. Yeah, at least that's how I feel. Yeah, well, I I, I agree. I, I just think when I see something like that, I just think like even like. Of all of the things you... Even if you were to say, like, I think this pronoun thing is is kind of dumb. Right. Like, you could say that, and I would d- kind of disagree, but at the same time, you got you kind of like, okay, well, you know, that that's up to you, and that's your opinion, you know. Yeah. 
to go like we're like this pronoun thing has destroyed civilization. Like even by your own logic, how is how has it done that? Yeah. Like what what about this is in any way inconveniencing or harming you specifically? Who is coming up to Scott Adams, who's like a seventy year old bony looking white guy? With with no remote attempt to present otherwise, and going, hey Scott Adams, what are your pronouns? It's not happening. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. No one's going up. It's fucking stupid. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm getting. I'm, I'm not. We don't like to get political here on the Dillcast. Um, <laughs> it's not about politics. It's well, about yeah, how shit if, if you get is. political for too long, you summon um, Scott Adams and his Rage Against the Machine <laughs> yeah. cover band. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going back to this. We That's why I'm saying you can't be political for yeah. too long. Okay, yeah, I, I, I fear this. This is the outcome I fear most. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I would. I, I'm going to give this a two personally. Um, I'm going to give this a two. I think it sucks. I think it's a terrible comic, and I can only hope that the next one is five times better. Yeah, I I want to see some office shenanigans. Is what I want out of this comic. And what I, I'm looking forward to. I ain't getting it. I want them to be like, "Where's my coffee?" And if they, <laughs> if they did with three panels of uh, Dilbert just like arriving at the office, panel one, "Where's my panel two? Ah, uh, panel three, ah, uh, coffee." I would love it. That's all you that's need. That's such a good. That's so good. That's such a good encapsulation. Where's my coffee? Boy, Dilbert howdy. coming in and just being like. Uh, Hey, you know what my favorite part of the workday is? Lunchtime. <laughs> you know what my favorite? No, <laughs> even better. <laughs> the, the, the last panel is just him eating lunch in silence. What even even better is if there was a Dilbert comic. He's going to be good already. This <laughs> is Dilbert was like, my favorite part of the day is when I sneak away into the bathroom and take a tiny figurine of myself. When he pulls Scott Adams. He pulls a Scott. Yeah. And, and no, and no, at the very end of that comic, he gets down on his knees and starts praying. Scott Adams. <laughs> he, play, he starts praying to Scott Adams. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, they last um, eight when I woke up, like eight. Sorry, uh, had to. <laughs> My cats are begging for food, and I gave them a, a big heaping helping of chicken. Too. Mm. Oh, nice! I'm so jealous. Yeah, <laughs> you want some chicken? I do. I want some chicken. Yeah, get some in the in the mail. Let's go. Um, but now that we've, uh, I think, to be honest, brilliantly reviewed another Dilbert, I think we should plug our shit and then we should take, we should take our leave and, uh, you know, get, get the people hyped for the next episode of the Dilcast. So, uh, we should plug well, our well, leave you have and then any... take our shit. <laughs> yeah, fair play. Um, I don't, so, I don't unless you have any final shits. thoughts on the comic. I take them. Nice. Uh, anyway, what were you saying, Stuart? Plug, plug. Uh, and I sure have any final thoughts on this comic. Um, not really. Uh, Dogbert actually doesn't look as cute and beanie in this one. No, he doesn't, no. 
Yes. I want. I mean, the, the final panel dog puts kind of charmingly amateurish. Yeah. That's. I I need my dog. Like he's he's to not look. even standing up straight. He's not even standing up straight. Yeah. It's like get your get your act together, Dogbert. Mm. Some of those that work forces. <laughs> oh, anyway, plugs. Yeah. Please plug, Stuart. Oh no. Okay. Um. Okay. I. I'm Stuart. I. I. You can find me at Stupacabra on Twitter. Uh, like a Chupacabra, but Stuart is a very good username if you ask me. Um. I do a comic called Merry Hell, which you can find at merryhellcomic.com. Uh, it's about uh, becoming, like, uh, it's about transitioning from living at home into the adult world when you may be slightly too old to be doing that um, and repressed. But also, there's jokes. There's lots of jokes about cum and stuff, so, you know, hop in. Um, I also write stuff for Retronauts, Nintendo Life, Retro Game Magazine, uh, Push Square... And a bunch of other stuff. And I do other podcasts, Retronauts, Arsalvania, the Animaniacast, and the Dillcast, which you're listening to. And I think there's another one, but I've... Oh, yeah, the Ken and Stu show, which is quite rare because me and Ken are separated. And we always record it together. Um, bloody COVID. Uh, that's it. That's that's all the plugs. And you can find me at Gobblatula at Twitter. G-O-B-O-L-A-T-U-L-A. I have a comic that I do with my buddy Yosef. It's called Please Forgive Me. The site is P-L-Z, the number 4, G-I-V-E dot M-E. So it's like pulls 4 give dot me. Uh, I also have a comic called It Hurts, uh, ithurtscomic.com. And those, those comics are about... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I had a wonderful time casting about the Dilb. Yep. Do enjoy our Dilb casts, I have to say. Hell yeah. So, should we say it again next time? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. What, 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 what? Uh, same Dilbert time, same Dilbert crime. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> Some of those that ride horses. Not the same that ride horses. I didn't stop recording. <laughs> You're gonna have to put this at the end. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go! <laughs> Yeah.